Welcome to episode 57, ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you disgusting Hey, come on. It's a family show. Well, beep it and it still will be. Man, we are you, Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99's hey, first and only WWE wrestling podcast. Gone for a week, and man. I come back full of pits my, and vinegar. Yeah. I am Sean Hood. Hi. You're welcome to have me back. And it's alongside me, as always, and even when I'm not here, is Dave Taylor. Hey, I'm, I'm calm. Hey, okay, well, you know what? You hate the heat, and then you went to someplace where it's warm. Okay, I, you know It's what? weird because I hate the heat, but I, you can t- clearly tell from the beginning of this podcast every week, I love the heat. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, yeah, no, but believe me, it wasn't my, like, Florida wasn't my first choice. It's just where we needed to go to see family. Okay. So... It's their fault for living there as well. Yeah. Well, you could have gone in the wintertime. It's a little bit cooler. A little, a little cooler. But everybody here <laughs> takes off in the winter. I can't go anywhere. Because I can't I take up, off in the summertime. I end up doing... I <laughs> well, end up actually, doing I take that back. I'm off next week. Nine people's jobs when they're gone for the winter stuff. The, uh, hey, you do <laughs> nine have... people's jobs on a daily basis. That's not my fault. The, uh, I, I don't want to do your job. <laughs> you do too much crap every day. Um, anyways, we are Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. We digress. Yes, we do that often. Uh, and we are doing wrestling podcasts, in case you couldn't tell, but we'll get there eventually. There are <laughs> lots of ways you can uh, get in touch with us and uh, listen to us and everything, and we'll start with the most obvious way, fm99.com, right under the uh, media tab. It says ESPR right there. It links you to our most recent episode, as well as some amazing pictures of Dave and myself, because we're gorgeous. I'll also add it on uh, 1069thefox.com. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, All right, cool. So, so, so there you go, that, 1069thefox.com. That, Look at that. We're that blowing just, up. That just happened. Blowing up. So we're all over the place. Um, in addition to that, we have, uh, what, uh, we've got all sorts of things. Facebook.com is a way you can find us on. Oh, you know what? I'm jumping ahead of myself because I meant to tell you that that links to our SoundCloud page, which has all of our episodes. And this is episode 57, by the way, just in case I didn't stress that enough. <laughs> and uh, that links you there. But you can find us in all your major podcast apps as well, including the SoundCloud stuff, uh, I- iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all sorts of stuff. Still working on the um, help me. What is it? Not iTunes, no. uh, but uh, Spotify. Spotify. We're working on that one, trying to get that one going. But you can find us on most of your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR, and we should come right up. And there are lots of ways for you to interact with us and get in touch with us. We'd love it if you followed us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. Seriously, go give us a follow on there. We love interacting with you guys whenever we can. And Twitter is a very easy way to do that, especially when we're watching live wrestling. Um, and, of course, you can always email us your concerns, your comments, your topics, your thoughts, your questions at ESPR at FM99.com. Ta-da. So that's all. We do all of that. And now that we've got the business out of the way, I am back from vacation. It's time to get into things. We've got a lot to do this week. We're going to talk about Extreme Rules. It's the preview episode. Didn't take us nine weeks to get to an ep- a preview no, this no. time. Thank God. Oh, my gosh. This week. But So let's get to the news so we can get to that first. Okay, all right, well, let's see here, get my, my papers in order on the news desk. Uh, and we will start with uh, Goldust is undergoing surgery. I'm uh, sorry, he underwent surgery on both of his knees on Tuesday in Birmingham, Alabama. They say it was successful, and he's expected to make a, re- a complete recovery, which is great news. Uh, they didn't specify on their website what uh, the, the, the if it was an injury or what necessarily the surgery was for or anything, but... Hey, you know, it's good news that he'll make a full recovery. Um, at a, He's 49 years old. At 49 years old, even if you don't have surgery on your knees, I kind of wonder if you're going to keep wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it, does he come back again? Well, you know, somebody uh, gave him a hard time on uh, Twitter. About uh, what? Um, about this being older. How dare you mock Goldust? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then he responded back. Okay, what, did, what 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 were they? They say they gave him a hard time about being older. I mean, did they just say, "Hey, old yeah, guy," or let, what let was me, uh, was the context of him taking up a spot and he's so old? Or yeah. something along those lines. Uh, somebody tweeted, asked him, uh, "Mr. Building, Dennis Haskins asked him, did the warranty run out?" And then uh, Dustin Rhodes responded, "Haha, thirty years to be exact." Oh, okay. uh, but no, there was a more serious one, and uh, God, this was a couple Dave days can't ago. Find it. Well, do you remember the context of it? Like just this. It was somebody kind of put down like his like his age or whatever else, and yeah. then um, you know somebody asked him what was his legacy, and he says, "I'm not done creating it." All right, well, that might answer the question right there. That might answer the question for us right there if he's going to be back. I'd like to see him back. I mean, as long as he can still go, because I mean, before he went, he was still operating at a pretty high level. 
He he can go out there. The thing is, it's funny if anybody tries to make fun of Goldust or say anything about him being so old and taking up a spot. Hey, younger talent, keep up with Goldust, and then you can have that spot because the dude is forty nine years old and he can wrestle circles around half the roster. He is amazing. He is downright amazing. I think he's he's one of those guys who's always been solid, but I think in his later years, man, he just something clicked and he became a top-tier performer for them. I'm honestly a little bummed that as he got a little older, we didn't get a more main event program for him. Yeah, you know, he kind of got used, like, well, he had the Booker T thing, but even like... Yeah, the, the which new, was fun. I enjoyed yeah, that. But I'm saying, like, even after that, even this most recent time, I would have liked to have seen them kind of shift him up a little bit, you know, because that would have been... It would have been cool. He's a nostalgia act, first of all, but I feel like he can do a lot. He's a, he's a dynamic character. He's a great talker, and I feel like he could do a lot to really kind of help invigorate the scene, the main event scene, even if he's not in title matches, you know, if he's yeah. just feuding with guys. I was really hoping we'd get a legit feud between him and uh, John Cena when that, that whole Undertaker thing was going on. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, because he kind of got involved in some stuff, and then, yeah. um, you know, but the R-Truth thing was kind of weird. Mm. Which Okay, so it started with uh, Dustin... Goldust t- tweeting, hey, uh, partner, uh, Ron Killings, watch out for that WWE Dillinger guy. He will get you when your back is turned. That 10 guy, that's a Dillinger's account, said, yeah. wow, nice Goldie, spoken like a dying leaf, afraid of a little autumn breeze. Wow. Yeah. And then Dustin responded, are you saying I'm a dying leaf? I said, my career is over. I forgot more than you'll ever know. Hashtag what a jabroni. <laughs> what a jabroni. Yeah. It's true. What a yeah. jabroni. So, you know, Ty Dillinger of all people. So. Yeah. But hey, maybe they're going that way. Hey, you know what? That'd be kind of cool. It'd be, it'd be good for Ty. It'd be great for Ty. It'd be great. He was already solid in the ring. It'd be great for him to work with a guy like Goldust. Yeah. Um, so, and it'd be, you know, it'd be really nice if they could give that, if that became a feud, if they actually gave it some attention. Because Ty Dillinger needs to grow beyond the 10 gimmick. Yeah, he does. And Goldust is a great character to help him. Yeah, yeah, because what happened to Ty on Tuesday was, you know, before SmackDown, you had a match and he got taken out by Samoa Joe because nobody cares. No, nobody cares, but everybody loves Joe. Yeah, 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 that's a problem. It's like, do we cheer? Do we boo? What do we do here? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, uh, former WWE Divas champion returning as the first entrant in the WWE Mae Young Classic. Who is it? Caitlin. Another way, her real name Celeste Bonin. Bonin? Banan? Benin? Caitlin. Caitlin. We're just going to go with Caitlin. <laughs> Let's go with Caitlin. Um, anyway, she's back uh, in, with the company doing the May Young Tournament, uh, May Young Classic. I'm not sure if this is more than that. Uh, you got to wonder if she's going to do anything else, you know? You know, it's good for her. Yeah. It's, you know, I kind of liked her when she was first around, and I think she became kind of expendable because she was a good, a decent wrestler, but it was kind of in that diva era, yeah. and she didn't quite well, I fit feel that. Like- See, but I feel like she did kind of fit the diva thing because she's an amazing-looking woman. Um, the problem was this. I didn't think she – and I don't mean this is a slight against her. I feel like this is how management viewed her. She wasn't the best wrestler because no. she was so new. Yeah. She wasn't the best wrestler, and she wasn't the best-looking woman on the roster. And so I don't think they had any plans for her. Yeah. And uh, so it kind of went, meh. You know? uh, now, I, when she left, I think she said specifically – that she wanted to focus on her business outside of the wrestling yeah. and her marriage. So, I mean, hey, you know what? Good for her. Nothing wrong with trying to focus on that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because it's not like she went to, like, TNA or Impact or something. She just she just needs some time off. She probably, yeah. she probably you know, we're going to – I'm not I'm, I'm not answering for her, but maybe took on a full-time schedule. It's a bit much. Uh, I'm going to go with Celeste Bonin, maybe. Maybe. So, Either way, Caitlin. Yeah, but a former Divas champion. I mean, she did win some gold. Yeah, so. what's funny is she won the title, and then she retired, like, five months later. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> Whatever, I guess. Uh, she did uh, return to wrestling in December of 2017 in an independent event. She's kind of, I guess, a lot of people wondered at the time, hey, is this uh, is this to kind of get yourself in shape for a, a WWE run again? So you never know. I mean, with the way the women's division's going now, maybe this would be a good spot for her. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think know. So. Uh, but, yeah, so she's back. We'll see if it's going to be more than a one-off or not. They haven't really specified that yet, so we'll find out. Um, is there any other news? Uh, Bret Hart's just speaking out about uh, Owen Hart's widow, just you know, kind of uh, keeping his legacy down, you know, preventing from being in the Hall of Fame. Kind I was gonna of say, I do, I do genuinely think that she's part of the like, she's the main reason he's not in the Hall of Fame, well, and we haven't got a big Owen DVD or release or anything like that. Yeah, I mean that. Well, that that's been her call. I mean, the only thing we had was like the Hart family DVD where he's talked about it in there. Yeah. 
Um, but that's which, about it. Yeah, that was about it. But I mean, there's some great matches. You know, even a feature on the network nowadays would be great. And yeah, you know, yes, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And absolutely. And um, it's so funny because so many people give WWE heat for him not being in there. Yeah. Right? And it's like, guys, that's not their call. They yeah. they want to put him in. I'm sure. I'm sure they want to put him in. Yeah, and and, and Brett being Brett's like, well, there's people in the hall that you know are good suck ups or kiss ups, and well, that course. that's why in their hall. Which yeah, I I get that. Maybe they don't deserve to be in there. You know, when people bitch about the the celebrities being in there, it's like okay, but see, having Snoop Dogg in there or having Drew Carey gets you more publicity mm-hmm. than pu- than putting a, you know a, just a regular wrestler in there. You know, there's no, a reason yeah. they have a celebrity wing. Yeah, you know, it's it, there's a whole and they're not the only Hall of Fame with a celebrity wing. And I mean, yeah, sometimes the celebrity things are a bit of a stretch and whatnot. But like yeah. you said, the point of it is to draw more attention to the whole thing. You know, which I think doesn't hurt anybody yeah. in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And they're not complain. in the same part of the Hall of Fame as, you know, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, as Hulk Hogan, as Ric Flair, as uh, Luthez, as guys. Like, they're not in the same part of the Hall of Fame. It's a completely separate thing. They're not dishonoring them somehow. Yeah, and, and you know, okay, Kid Rock, oh, why is he there? You know, he, he hit a part. He did the Undertaker song, you know, a big part of that. And- well, he was that. He's he's done more than one, I think, of the True to the Troops yeah. Um, he's always been a big fan and supporter of the WWE. The stuff with Joe C back yeah. in the day, which was f- hilarious. And, um, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, there's been that. And, I mean, so he's got that going for him. I mean, there are stretches, yeah, like guys like Drew Carey. I mean, yeah, he, he was he, on what, He did once? one bit. Yeah, yeah he did, he did, they he, made him. Hey, he was in the Royal Rumble. I, he was. He and, was. It, it was memorable with the whole Kane thing, trying to give him money. And it was, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And But there's other guys that are in the celebrity wing that I feel like absolutely, you know, wanted to be in there. Like, guys who were, who've always, maybe sometimes not even on TV, but just big supporters, you yeah. know, of that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, we, yeah, yeah, Trump, you know, which... Um, well, it was even on TV. Yeah. And well, set the politics aside for a minute, the guy played a big role on television for them for a little while. Yeah. Well, and okay. he's always been a big deal with them. I mean, the, the WrestleMania 3? Well, no. Rest, WrestleMania is 4 and 5. 4 and 5. It's the Trump first Tower, time... Yeah. The only yeah. time that they've had the same venue two years in a row. Right, exactly. So. And, and then, of course, WrestleMania 23, the Battle of the Billionaires mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, you know, Which and, was and actually way more entertaining than it had any right to be. And was the high, for, until I think Rock and Cena fought, was the highest grossing pay-per-view event that they had. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, so. so yeah, people wanted to see that, and you know, I was there live watching Donald taking a stunner from <laughs> Steve Austin. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I, I would because my dad would not take me to WrestleMania three when I asked him. I I, I yeah. still haven't been to a WrestleMania, so shut your noise. Um, I do want to go desperate, desperately, but I, I haven't been yet. Uh, my friend Christmas, my friend Christmas, Jesus, my friend Chris went to WrestleMania twenty. Ah, I was like, that was a great. That was a good show. That, that was yeah. one of the better ones. Yeah. That was a great WrestleMania to be at. Um, but yeah, so okay, so that handles the news portion of it. So we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive right into Extreme Rules. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back, and it is time to get extreme. ECW? What? Is, it, is this an ECW pay-per-view? What? No, no, no. This is an ECW pay-per-view. Oh, Nobody care. Oh, um, 12 <laughs> people would be watching. Um, and I don't mean that as a knock, but let's be honest. If more people watched, they would have made more money. Um, anyways, uh, well, unless we're talking about the WCW or the WWE version of ECW, which didn't matter how many people watched. <sighs> no. That was a trash pile from the beginning yeah uh, moving away from sad stories like that like the failed relaunch vcw wwe extreme rules which funny and enough did come from the wwe relaunch VCW. <laughs> dang it <laughs> um, see what i did there i know Such i know a- all right so we're gonna get into that and we're gonna start talking about these matches here we got a lot of them we got a lot of matches to talk about how many do we have dave 11 matches my math correct there? One, two, yeah, three, 11. four, five, six, seven, right. nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Wow, because it's numbered right next to it. Hey, mine's not, so I was counting. Ah, there you go. Um, <laughs> um, well, <laughs> so we'll start off, I guess, with the pre-show match. Yeah, how about that? Uh, the pre-show, New Day versus Sanity 
in a tables match. They better give this match some time. Uh, uh, two things better happen. Either one, Sanity just should destroy him in two minutes, which is probably not going to happen. No. Um, but Sanity should. I disagree. I kind of want this match to be a lo- Remember when they did, uh, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but remember when the pre-show for the TLC pay-per-view was WLC? Well, with the with three-man uh, band yeah. and um, and um, the 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 Matadors, Los Matadores, yeah, and they had the little bull. Yeah, and they had a hornswoggle. Yeah, yeah. No, and that was a and, great match. And it was amazing. <laughs> that WLC was yeah. fantastic. I like. I want them to take that approach with it. Hey, let's burn the bar down with the freaking pre-show match. It's yeah. New Day who's capable of doing it in the first place, and Sanity, all incredibly talented guys. And you've got them in a situation where the rules are bend. You know, you can bend the rules, but, but kind of favor them. Yeah. how they wrestle. Well, it, it, it favors the style of Sanity, and so I feel like this is perfect. This is a great way if you really if you give them some time to work and let them make an exciting match. This could really help put a stamp on sanity on the main event on the main roster. Yeah, because um, I, th- I thought the big ten man match they had, you know, fun. when they attacked the New Day last week, that's how they should have debuted. Well, yeah, and it's so weird. Like I saw somebody write this in it, and I found it to be accurate. It's like every other week they're they're dominant. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's okay. Well, that hopefully Sunday that means they're dominant again yeah. because I'm going with sanity to win on uh, Sunday. I have too. Uh, pick up the win at a tables match. It protects uh, New Day. And again, Sanity's already lost in two tag matches. Yeah. So why do they need to lose again? If they lose again, do you have any plans for them whatsoever? So. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't. And by uh, the way, I do like, it seems that they just seem to be getting involved with everybody. Yeah, I was surprised because I like that. when they came out, you know, with hell no, you know, yeah. the Bludger Brothers were out there, and then the Bludger Brothers kind of turned around, like yeah. looking for him, like like ready for him, yeah. which was like, oh, this is going to get interesting. And then, yeah. but then they came from the other direction, and then they, but they kinda, and they attacked hell no, and yeah. it's like, well, why why do we hate hell no? You know, it's like, but I it, I'm I'm cool with them getting involved in lots of different things because again, they're they're not supposed to make sense. These guys are supposed to be crazy. Yeah, so let's go with that. Let's go with the chaos idea of them. I like that. I'm into that. Um, up next, you've got a grudge match between Finn Balor and Baron Corbin, Constable Baron. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> Finn should win. But I got a feeling they're going to go with Corbin on this. Well, I, 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 I agree Finn sh- should probably win, but I think this is them trying to do a reset on Corbin. Yeah. And so if that's the case, Corbin needs the win. And to be honest, Finn can bounce back from it. Corbin already kind of has nothing going Th- this is going to probably be one where they trade wins yeah probably and, and so corbin's going to win this one and then you well, know. really i'd like to see almost a mini uh mcmahon feud thing going on where corbin abuses his power to 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 stay over finn you know to stay getting wins over finn and whatnot and and uh find a way to 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 contr- to make that work for him you know what i mean yeah i mean it, it, it would yeah. be interesting to see this somehow segue into the Intercontinental title feud and somehow mix this up with Dolph and Drew McIntyre and maybe that get them in the same group as Corbin. And I've always, I've, I've, I keep thinking, I hope that Ziggler is putting together a stable because I don't like the idea of them just being a tag team. Yeah. So I want a stable with singles guys. Um, and I'd be like, okay, Corbin, sure, why not? You know, why, why not, Corbin? Yeah. But anyways, I, I, in this one, I'm, I'm going to go with Corbin. Yeah, I reluctantly agree with you on that one. So. We'll go with that one. I'm not expecting this one to burn the house down. No, this is probably like the second match on the card after we get a barn buster opener. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Up next, at least on my list, is Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match, which normally I hate when steel cage matches are booked right away. It it irritates me. This kind of makes sense, though, at least from the storyline perspective, because Kevin Owens does keep running away from him. But I I probably would have... I would have gone a different route just because when I think cage match, I think blood feud. Yeah, it is, it's so, like it's the blow off to a big feud, right? Which, but it's not anymore. Let's be real. And, and um, what the hell are they feuding about, anyways? There, I just I don't know why Strowman has just taken this. It's like I don't get this in, in in annihilating Kevin Owens. The only thing I could think, and this is just me speculating because they haven't done a good job of telling this if this is the case, is remember Owens was trying to play him, yeah, and get him to help him and whatnot. And if Braun took exception to that and he's like, I'm not that stupid, you know, and it causes friction between them and, you know, becomes a feud, that's one thing. But they haven't told that story. So if no. that's the case, then they're doing a really bad job selling it. Yeah, now, that being said, I'm still expecting you to be entertained. I, I mean, I expect it to be fun. It's it's a weird feud because, yeah. like, they're obviously both very talented, but it's like, I think but, I but why? I think I would have gone with something else. I'd have gone with, like, a strap match. Or uh, just something to keep them linked together, yeah. Rather than putting them in a cage right away, 
Yeah, I, you know? I got Braun winning this. Um, and think about how fun it would see, be to see Braun and Kevin attached to by a strap or something like that, and just watching Braun heave him yeah. all over the place by the, the strap. Yeah, like Owen's trying to run away, yeah. and, and he and can't, just and, and he's just pulled you know, like a maniac around the ring. And not even just, moving. You can just picture Owen screaming the whole time, you know? Yeah. And it would be entertaining as heck. But um, Which, in this one, it's funny, I see a lot of heels winning on this show, in my mind. Yeah. Um. Like a lot of heels winning, like almost all of them, um, because on this one I could very easily see Kevin Owens winning as well, squeaking out the win, um, getting away. Because it, what they all and they always do this. Don't tell. Don't you can you can you can't deny it. When somebody gets the briefcase, they start losing all the time, right up until they cash in. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that's a guy. I don't think you do that to a guy like Braun though. You, you, I don't either. You, but you I can't. do think that Kevin Owens the. the this is one of the things where the climbing out, the escaping option helps a guy like Kevin Owens. Like he gets thrown through the ring and he crawls out or something. You know? Something like that. Yeah. But I, I also fear it's too soon from when Brock sent Roman through the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think it's too soon for that um, to, to, to repeat that. But I think there's a way to do it where you manage to get Kevin sneaking out and Braun somehow... You know, I mean, Braun, Braun doesn't look like an uh, an idiot for, for losing. Well, yeah, they've been make, not making him look great the last couple of months. No, but the last few weeks, anyways. crowds have been hot for him and whatnot. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm fine with that. Well, uh, he's on fire, but it's just, I, you know, they're not pulling the trigger. I think right Kevin's po- I think Kevin could possibly win, but you know what? I just, I think it's a bad bet to bet against Braun. All right, so you going Braun? Almost ever, so I'm going Braun. Yeah, I, I think I Kevin to. could win, but I'm going to go Braun. See, I, see I, I wouldn't mind if this was like a regular singles match, yeah. and, and then like say Owens like wins by countout just to right. kind of infuriate Braun, yeah. and then that can continue the food uh, feud. But this just seems yeah, like continue this the is, food, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, hungry. <laughs> I am too. I don't feel. I don't blame. <laughs> no, I agree with you completely. Um, okay, so you're going Braun. Yeah. All right. Up next, you've got the Raw Tag Team Championship between the Deleters of Worlds, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And the B team. And again, we were happy for the B team when they started winning. Yeah. But again, I, they didn't. I, this is the problem I have with WWE now is they don't tell these stories. Like, there's no. I'm not following a story that leads to them to these sort of things. It's like, okay, now they're winning matches and they're getting a title shot all in one month. Yeah. You know, it's like this should have started a little while ago and they started picking up wins and started gaining a little momentum and they worked their way up to it. You know, not all of a sudden. Hey, you got like two wins in a row, and you're the tag team number one title. Well, uh, Jinder Mahal, the tag teams. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you know, now, now they did have for a while, uh, you know, even though they weren't like getting pinfall victories, but obviously as part of the Miz Tourage, mm. you know, they were getting it. So it's not like people don't know who they are. I mean, calling the B team is like, well, oh, it's those guys, yeah. yeah. And at a certain time. At a certain point, they have to stop getting fluke wins. Like the remember, he was knocked out and fell on top of Matt yeah, Hardy. Yeah, that has to stop. Well, I thought both Dallas winning on on Monday though was kind of interesting because he, yeah. he just he, he won with like, he, with an actual move. It wasn't like a like I said fluky. Yeah, you know? but there was a distraction outside, and you know it's like, okay. They, if they're going to be a legit team, they need to be a legit team yeah. at some point. Um, it was fun to see them kind of, but again that but see this is the sort of thing that should have been told beforehand where they start getting the fluky wins and they finally start putting things together, and then by the time they get to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, they're more of a cohesive unit. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, eh. I'm, I'm, I'm torn you, on this one because this? I'm, I'm torn on this one because really on paper, Matt and Bray should just clean their clocks and get yeah. out of there. But man, I could see them doing this some kind of weird, fluky ending in the B team ending up the tag team champions. I, oh man. Hmm. Isn't the AOP on Raw? Yeah, they are. Who, yeah. do you see, who do you see them going up against first? The leaders of worlds or B team? Well, they would flat out destroy the B team. That's what I'm saying, though. They could, they could do that and become tag they, team champions. They could, yeah. Yeah. Because um, if the B team wins this, they're not holding it for long. You know, no, I wouldn't be amazed if they lost them the next night. Yeah. You know, like if the AOP came uh, out. And our, our, yeah. Or Matt Hardy yeah. and Bray Wyatt went in the rematch. Uh, you yeah. know, you do get Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt fighting each other, which is going to be interesting. See if they reference that at all. Uh, you know, they won't. But. No, they won't, but still. Um, I don't know who to go with on this one. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the B team, but like, yeah, this, you're gonna go this, with the B this, team. This some weird way. I'm gonna I, go with I, the deleters of worlds, just right. because. I, even though I think they're doing terribly, I think they're not ready to give up on them yet. Yeah, because they, they haven't figured out what to do. You no, know, they you're right. a tag team on Raw. You know. Yep. But uh, I agree. 
Um, we'll stick with Smack. Or I'm sorry, with tag team matches for a moment. SmackDown Tag Team Championship uh, champions, the Bludgeon Brothers, defending against Team Hell No, and what I maintain should be the main event of the evening if it's not the main ti- if it's not the WWE title match. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Bludgeon Brothers got to win, right? They can't lose yet. Well, you'd find a way, like you would say, oh, Daniel Bryan's going to get screwed by The Miz. But The Miz is not going to be there. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, The Miz Miz is playing in the celebrity, uh, they do a softball game for the Major League Baseball All-Star Weekend, which is where I'm going to be. I'm not playing on Sunday, but uh, they turned me down. But The Miz is playing in that, and that has happened the same time. Now, the game starts at about 6 or 7. Yeah, but I don't think he can But by the time it gets done, you know, he's not flying from Dallas to... You know, to Philly or Pittsburgh or where this match, uh, yeah, where no. the event is. Yeah, he's not going to get there. No, not. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, especially well, given that that match, like you said, the 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 game starts at when? Uh it's after the futures game ends, which so it's going to probably be around like six or seven o'clock. Okay, so there's and no the pay per view starts at seven Eastern time. Yeah, so yeah. even though he has, he would be in, it's the, in Pittsburgh. The game, there's no the, way. Right, the game would start. Yeah, at the same time as um, pay per view. The pay per view yeah. starts. Yeah. So he wouldn't have enough time. No. There's no chance. Baseball no. takes forever. Yeah. So I mean, um, the only person who is not on the pay per view, and I'm trying to figure out how they're going to show up. Either they show up in this match, or they show up in a title match. Is Samoa Joe? Because I'm trying to figure out what factor is Team Hell No not going to win here. I don't know that he factors in though, because didn't he? I mean, like I thought, did he end up getting injured? No, he he was on SmackDown Tuesday, not on TV, but right, he right, took right. Out. But did he get injured previously? I want to say he might have because wasn't he supposed to challenge whoever won between AJ and Shin? Well, maybe maybe we see him after maybe the AJ maybe. match. Or maybe I feel like I involved. remember that. So maybe he picked up an injury somewhere, and that's why he hadn't been on TV since. Uh, so Rusev may be getting a gimme because Samoa Joe wasn't able. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's it's. Uh, I would say that that's where we're most likely to see him. But I, I mean, like I feel like Hell No could just lose to the Bludgeon Brothers because I mean they've proven they're still not a cohesive unit. Yeah. They're not back to being cohesive yet but is this um, a one-time you know match that they get or do they you know i don't know i don't know um God, this this is one of the tougher ones for me to figure out what they're doing because the bludgeon brothers seem to have this momentum and if you make them look vulnerable all of a sudden you're like well you know because like a team like sanity could take them down or whatever but right you know, they've yeah. just been kicking so well, much i just butt. feel like by SummerSlam we might be doing the miz and daniel bryan you know for a feud or something like that if that's the case, then they're not going to have the tag titles on them right then. Yeah, See, um, I, I still think they're going to hold that off for. a I while. I think they should hold that off till Mania. Yeah, that should be Mania. But yeah. I'm just saying, SummerSlam is they're like they look at it now like their second Mania, so they uh, kind of. I mean, yeah. they're starting. They're starting to do those access events. They're starting yeah. to do the big thing. They're really trying to make it their second WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Team Hell No. I'm thinking about this, but maybe not win I'm the going titles. With Bludgeon Brothers, but I, but not win the titles. I'm going to go with Bludgeon Brothers retaining. Okay. I'm gonna go. Bludgeon keeps the belts, but I think that uh, there's like a DQ or a count. You don't have to choose that far, Dave. Stop so. being fancy. <laughs> Just pick who you think wins. Well, they win the match. They don't win the title. You, you don't have to specify the title. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But just for you to be correct, all you yeah. got to say is Team Hell yeah. No wins. The Hell No you know. wins. Yeah, there you go. So as but, long, you, no matter how they win, you're still right if but, they win. But don't become champions. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> they're, they're not winning the gold. Moving on. <laughs> uh, United States Championship match between Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, uh, you know, we, we lost we two weeks of this. We didn't get much of a build here, yeah, because... The, the dog. Because of the dog. <laughs> uh, because of the dog. Well, yeah, yeah, Jeff, yeah, Jeff it, apparently was, has been banged up as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to refresh the story of that one? Just uh, Well, I mean, Jeff, I mean, Jeff's banged up and just no, in not, general. Not Jeff, I meant Shinsuke and the dog or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you listen to our show, you should know. But uh, Shinsuke got bitten by a police dog <laughs> while they were searching one of the buildings they were they were working a few weeks back. And apparently it was a pretty nasty bite. Kept yeah. him off TV for like two, three weeks. Yep. Um, and some house shows and stuff. And- yeah, he uh, it was it was pretty, apparently pretty nasty. But um, I- I'm guessing... Hmm. I'm, I'm going with Shinsuke with this because maybe you know Hardy's a little banged up. Yeah, because I feel like lot. he needs to take some time off. I think he might be supposed to have to have a surgery yeah, or something. God, but I hope not. But. I hope not too. But maybe Hardy just does need a little time off. But Shinsuke, I think this is a good place for him to be. Finally, after a title. the WWE title match, uh, title feud. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm going to go with Shinsuke for the win here. Uh, you know what's weird is the match on SmackDown with him teaming up with the Rusev, and you had two guys that are heels that the people love. Yeah, and and you're fighting, you know, yeah. two two you know, two faces, but it's just kind of weird. Two faces that the people love. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's that was like, interesting. 
Up next in the match that nobody asked for, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley in a bout of who the hell cares. This better not close the show. No, I swear to God. <laughs> like, you know, at least you can sell me when it's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns that it's a big match. Yeah. You know? Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns with three and a half weeks of build is not is not a big match. And I, I'm honestly a little a little disappointed they're going to this match so early in Lashley being back because it should feel like a bigger deal when these two collide. Yeah. Well, remember like when Cena fought Reigns last year and we were kind of like, uh, wow, I can't believe this is happening like at this pay-per-view because it's not a SummerSlam. It's yeah. not a Survivor Series. Yeah. And this is extreme rules. But, you know, they're, but I think part of this too is to, to treat the pay-per-views big for, right. you know, because you have to. Cause... Well, I think they also just don't have any plans. No, they don't. I think I think they're literally just spinning wheels at this point. <laughs> I, I genuinely think that Roman Reigns was supposed to win the WWE Championship again from Brock Lesnar, and it just didn't happen. I think that they, they, they don't know how to get there, but they still want to get there. And so they're spinning wheels until they figure out how they're going to get there. Now, Pittsburgh is the spot where he won the Royal Rumble a couple years ago where the crowd completely crapped on him. Mm-hmm. This is you know, the beginning of uh, mm-hmm. you know this Boo Reigns. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Reigns doesn't need the win here. Lashley does. Yeah, Lashley needs the win. Uh, I'm going to go with Lashley. The crowd is going to crap all over this match. They might. I don't know. Crowd is pretty hot for Lashley on Monday. Rooting him for him. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that it's so much pro Lashley as it is anti Reigns. Which just how do you not hear uh, that? Th- th- now the the pull apart but, was great. I thought it was. Oh great. my god, that was good. Uh, that the plant show was good. So you know, it best would, thing they've done. Yeah. You know yeah. what's fun is that Lashley could probably do something like that too. So it would have been fun to see Lashley yeah. go do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, because you kind of, I mean, because you know, I give Reigns credit, and it's something he's done a handful of times. But th- yeah. he's a big guy to be able to be able to hit that. Oh yeah, y- you know, I agree. It's that's impressive, and he does it smooth. Yeah, you know, I, I give the guy, I give the big man credit for that. And did not use the Superman punch at all. Not once in that pull apart. Oh, which shocked. means we got to see it thirty four times yep. on Sunday. Yep. What's the over under? Ten. Oh, I'm gonna go five. Five's the over. I'm gonna go over. You can go over. <laughs> All right, we'll say five. Yeah. I think that's safe. I still, have, I, 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 I think the crowd's crapping over the match, though. Uh, they may. If they don't crap in the match, they're going to cheer Lashley just because he's not ranged. Yeah. Um, but but it, if they do, I mean, what do you do if you're WWE? Because you just keep doing nothing, it. Nothing. You just keep going. You go, oh, well, he's getting a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> they bought their tickets. Uh, they bought their tickets to see Roman Reigns, whether they love him or they hate him. <laughs> no, it's, it's not how it works, but. Um, I agree with our friend Eric, who said that if this match closes the show, he's turning it off. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. I'm going to go to bed if this match closes yeah, the I show. I will do that. I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll just forward to the I think, end. I think it should be right where I just put it. That's what <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so bathroom, bathroom break uh, match. <laughs> and if I didn't say so, I'm going with Lashley on that one. Yeah. Um, so, up Thank next, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, which... I was more interested in up until Tuesday <laughs> when they made it a stupid shark cage match. Why all of a sudden, Dave, is that thing is that a thing again? Why are we doing them so frequently again? It's I've just... seen three of them in the last year, I think. Well, cause, yeah, because had... NXT did one. And there we... was the one with Big Cass and 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 Big Show and Big Show with, with Enzo in the Enzo dang the cage, thing. which was terrible, right? And, yeah, and I, Ke- Kevin and Owens. Kevin Owens was yeah, in one, so Jericho, I've seen three yeah. already. The, the other, the one from NXT may have been a year and a half ago, whatever. But my point is, I'm seeing them way too frequently, and they're dumb to begin with. Yeah, because all, all you are is waiting for whoever's in the cage to top, toss a weapon that's either going to A, get used, yeah. or B, not get used, and then get... Oh, my God, I remember up. when Enzo greased himself up and got took way too freaking long to get yeah. out and down from the thing, and then as soon as he dropped to the ground, <laughs> he just got knocked out anyway? That was my favorite part of the match. <laughs> that was, But it was like, it was so much work just to yeah. get to that yeah. point. Yeah. It was so dumb. But it so it, dumb. What, what I didn't like is because he became comedy at that point, and, and then I had a hard time... Like, you know, if you're building up big casts, can yeah. you, you know, and then they put in... Uh, it just, well, obviously it worked out well for him down the road. It worked out so well. Um, Oscar's got to win this match, please. She has to, but I don't think she's gonna. Because, uh, like you said, you keep wait. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna have faith, and I'm gonna say Oscar wins. I'm gonna have faith and say Oscar wins. There's a thing in the back of my head going, "She's not gonna win. She's not gonna win. It's gonna keep being Carmella because God hates you." But I, I want to say Oscar wins because I want to say that whatever Ellsworth does backfires. Yeah, and so Carmella flips out. Yeah, and then send him. Not say they send him to a five live, but we there's a video on our Facebook page. No, send him home. <laughs> send him home. I was so upset when he showed back up. 
I'm still not any happier that he's here. They, they had two videos last night on the WWE's YouTube channel. One of them was all the girls that were in the lumberjack match, basically talking about how like they got their hands on. So for the iconics, say, oh, he's too gross. They don't want to touch him. But yeah, but like, then you all are went around fighting each other instead of doing your job as lumberjack. Yeah, yeah, because there's some. By that too. the way, I hated. Yeah, it didn't. Some of that makes sense, but like, but see, Becky Lynch, you know, like again, you know, and uh, and Naomi, you know, pick him up and stuff. But it, some of it was just weird. Um, and then he saw Colin Delaney, and then Colin Delaney in another video. Yeah, they just looked at each other. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, put him in two hundred five live. Let him no. have one match. No, <laughs> send him home. I don't want him around anymore. It's a dream match. Oh my God, Dave! No, it's not. It's a nightmare nobody, match. Nobody, nobody has ever dreamt of that match. <laughs> Colin Delaney and James Ellsworth have never dreamt of that match. Uh, did it weigh two hundred five pounds between them both? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> um, up next is the Raw Women's Championship: Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax in an Extreme Rules match. Um, you know, I, I this might this to me might this might be the match that closes the show because Ronda Rousey no. is going to be at ringside. It better not be. I mean, I'm just saying that from the perspective of it's not going to be that great. I'm sorry, Alexa and I, I just have not had great matches. I, I they have not, but I did like the segment on Raw. I thought this was the best segment that they had with Nia, the tag match. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and then I'll when, agree. They, when yeah. they came out with a kendo stick, and and I love, and this is where like you know where, where you have somebody to smash the kendo stick, and be like, yeah, go ahead, yeah. you know, yeah. out of anger and everything else. No, I agree, I agree, and I mean you're right with the Rousey involvement. This could close the show, but it just don't. Just don't. The match isn't big enough. I'm sorry. It's just not. If Rousey versus Jax wasn't big enough to close the show, then Rousey sitting at ringside is not big enough for this to close the show. Yeah. Well, that was an angle to set up Alexa winning anyway. Right. So I'm going with Alexa on this one. Yeah. Uh, because because she needs the title to keep uh you know to keep the Rousey feud. Going. I wish the Rousey thing wasn't. I, I wish it wasn't known. I wish they had like she said, oh, she's gonna buy it. Yeah. I wish they because like think about it this way like I've made this comparison before that Rousey is the closest thing currently and argue with me if you want but I I think there's there's a case to be made here Rousey's the closest thing we have currently to an Austin yeah now granted I'm not she can't talk like Austin obviously but she's got that legitimate believable badass factor and people want to see her kick everybody's butt like you're cool they're going out there pretty much beating up everybody yeah uh it's and when she shows up you know. To go about to go down, you know, and, and she is quote unquote suspended, but she's been wrestling house show matches. And if you go to our YouTube channel or our <laughs> Facebook channel, uh, the match with uh, against Nia Jax, well, I thought it was pretty good, I and I love the Mickey James and the Alexa Bliss yeah, it wasn't referee bad, it wasn't thing bad at all. Um, you know, I, I thought she looked great, and you know what? Let her, but let her get that practice in on the house shows. That's fine, and the crowd ate it up. Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree, and I mean, here's my thing: when you say they're suspended, but he's on, but she's on the house show, it's like, look, it has. Nothing to do, like. I don't care about that. As long as WWE doesn't post the footage, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it was amazing how how that footage. Like, there was a lot of that out there. It's like, wow, because usually, yeah. you know, you hold up a camera at these events and you're getting your hand slapped, but uh, you yeah. can watch her in action. Yeah, and it just it bothers me a little bit simply because it's like, hey, hey guys, you know, it's if WWE posts footage of stuff like that, then it ruins the storyline. But if they don't, then I don't care because you're supposed to pretend like the house shows don't happen anyway. Yeah, they don't. You exist. know. They don't exist in the universe of the storytelling, and that's always been that way. That's just how it is. Um, so, Alexa Bliss, uh, she's got to retain. I'm with you on that yeah, one. She yeah, she has to. Yeah, but again, I, I wish Rousey. I wish it wasn't known she was going to be in there and this sitting ringside because that takes away the surprise factor. It does. Now we're all sitting there watching her because we know she's going to. Yeah, do so it's going to cut in on the match. Well, it will kill cut up the pacing in the match. I mean, yeah. not you know if this for us. Yeah. Because the fact they're going to be cutting to her. Now I'm sure Mickey James will get involved. You know, and I'm this kind may of end up. You know what? To be honest, this may end up in a three way somewhere because I could very easily see Ronda Rousey getting involved at some point. And going after Bliss and accidentally hitting Naya and costing Naya the match. That, that could happen too, yeah. I could very yeah. easily, and that transitions this whole thing into a three-way, which again, maybe not a bad idea for Rousey um, to work a match because that way it gives her more people who are experienced to work with and it creates a spectacle we haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, okay, Rousey in a three-way match now, you know, because we saw her in that tag match, holy crap. We saw her in a singles match, holy crap. Well, you know, oh, when Rousey on a three-way, well, you know, yeah. it's it's that's a statement that's all over the internet, but for different reasons. Yeah, and, and I'm, so. I'm, I'm sure, hey, uh, yeah, YouTube that, see what you find. Don't. Uh, uh, Mickey James, you know, who's kind of like the wild card in this. Who, uh, by the way, I mean, I mean, she makes a great heel. She does. You know, I and, I, mean, I loved no, crazy Mickey when she debuted yeah, with Trish. I, I mean, there's no reason why she became a heel, but I love the fact 
You know, because it, it just it gives her something. She's way better. And, um, you know, and I just love it with Alexa because even though she's probably getting totally used, um, you know, for storyline purposes or whatever. But I love it because I, it just makes her look great. I love Mickey. Her. A lot of her mannerisms in the ring are annoying. Like, especially when she goes to do the DDT. She's like, ha! And she screams. It's just, eh, she's got a nasally voice and it's piercing. And it's like, just a lot of the stuff she does is kind of grating in the ring as far as the, the mannerisms and everything. And so it, it like it it lends itself to being a heel more than it does a face. Yeah, yeah. I, you know? I, as a I'm heel, not saying just, she's a horrible face because she's had some good spots, just some good runs as faces as a face. Yeah, I th- I just think they couldn't figure out what to do with her. Until yeah, they so they put, just, with Alexa, you know, and, and it doesn't hurt to out. put her with somebody like no, Alexa no. and help her along. You know? Absolutely. So, um, again, we're both with Alexa there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> up next is the Intercontinental Championship, uh, the Iron Thirty Minute Iron Man match, which I hate that. Um, between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. So, you know, if I watch this, I'm going to watch this pay-per-view late on Sunday, so this is going to probably be the one match I'm going to forward ahead about 20 minutes. No offense. I mean, unless I How find out you. it's like an awesome match, awesome match. Just wait and watch it the next day if you're going to do that because it's Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. It's going to be a great match. It, it, this should be. You know, it's it's Dolph has recovered somewhat, right. but has he really recovered I mean, I'm not sure, but my point being that the match will still be The great. match will be great, yeah. yeah. It's Because Dolph is just... You know, yeah, the guy. But I'm the, wondering who wins. That's uh, the thing I don't really know. Well, I, I think you because know, you want to go a long way to putting Dolph back over. Winning this would be a big deal. It would be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Drew McIntyre would probably cost Seth the final. You know, he'll be tied with like 29 minutes into the match, and right? You know, hit his uh, whatever this move is called on him or the something. Claymore. The fl- yeah. Uh, they had a great match on, uh, yes, on, on they Raw, did. by the they way. It's, it, with, with Drew this Pop- is why I'm like, please, Drew, become a, a, a singles guy. Like, I don't want you to see you be a tag team guy. Uh, but but it, I, I think, you know, if they don't rush him, and, and you know, because you got time with him, because mm-hmm. right now there is nothing singles wise. I mean, right. he obviously I, I, has I, I this. Uh, and that one movie did where he popped up. Yeah. When he's hanging out on the ropes yep. of the t- tree of woe. Well he does that all the time. That's one of his things now. It's a pretty, that's a pretty common but thing. But what core strength? Oh, my God. <laughs> and this, this, with his size and everything, it's, yeah. just, it's impressive to yeah. see. Because I, I kind of forget like how tall like this dude is. He's huge. <laughs> yeah. He's like 6'8 or something. Or six, he's a big dude, 6'7, six, 6'8. Six, he looks. He, he's he's got to be close to 300 pounds with he, all that muscle. You know, this is not the same Drew McIntyre that was in the WWE a couple no. years ago. He's, you know, he's got to be an easy 285, yeah. 280, something like that, and 6'7. You know, this dude's huge, and he's way more seasoned than he yeah. was. Uh, other than if Hardy was 100%, I would say this. I would Hardy? say that. Well, I would say that him and the Shinsuke match would be the best oh, match of the oh, night. Oh. This will probably be the best match of the night, but I'll this still probably definitely still stands a chance of being the best match of the yeah. night. Um, I, I, I think, think Dolph's going to I'm going to go with Dolph here. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go with Dolph here. But what do you do with Seth after, after this? I don't know. I mean, they may ever they may go back to it to them again. I mean, it's very possible. Are you going to go say, you know, I'm going to get the world title? Maybe you know? that's possible as well. You know, have have you know? him chase Brock again because he's the one. Other maybe than- he won't. Maybe he'll be involved in a single suit that doesn't involve a title. I mean, that's entirely possible as well. They do have those sometimes. You wouldn't know it from looking at this card, really. Uh, well, yeah. Well, it's weird because you have guys like I'm trying to think like Elias. Maybe he'll work with Baron Corbin after Corbin's done with Balor. I don't know. You know, because I could easily see Seth saying he wants a rematch and Corbin telling him no. Wait, but the, wait, the, the Corbin win on Monday? Yes. He pinned Balor. Wait, no, he pinned Rude. I'm um, sorry. He, which, by the way, was, was Rube's best showing in a while. He actually looked, yeah, motiv- he looked, he looked motivated. Better, yeah. Okay, I'm changing my pick to Balor. Are you? Okay. Well, because because of uh, uh, reverse, reverse momentum. momentum yeah, which, is, yeah. which is right 60, 60 some percent <laughs> of the time. Yeah, so. which is where because Seth lost, but 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 Dolph did wrestle. So I'm still going with Dolph in this, in this Right, match. yeah. No, I get you. And then in the main (laughs) event of the evening, the WWE Championship will be defended by AJ Styles against Rusev. And I don't think there's anybody doubting that AJ Styles is going to win this. Yeah. What day does this match fall on? Um, I think it's going to be on Rusev Day. Um, But I, you know, they could pull a big swerve on us like they did with uh, Jinder and put the title on Rusev. It's entirely possible. It, it, this is hard to believe. This is Rusev's first world title match. It is inc- singles world title match. Yeah, singles world title match. Yeah, because he it had is, the U.S. title. Very hard to believe that, but yeah. it's the God's honest truth. Okay, if 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 it's not the women's Raw title closing the show, this should close the show. Oh, for sure, without a doubt, this should close the show. You know, it's weird. Like people have or the team hell no match. Yeah, because yeah. um, I, I bet you that's going to be a hell of a match too. That should be pretty good. That should be pretty good. Yeah, because um, the Bludgeon Brothers have been clicking more too, but. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But, you know, with this one, I, I mean, Rusev has obviously improved a lot, probably one of the more improved stars of the year. AJ's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, their styles, I think, work I think well together. Phenomenal. Yes, That's he's true. a phenomenal one. And, and, you know, he built the house. That's right. Um, they're going to wrestle in it. Um, Aiden English. The is, way you uh, say it doesn't sound like you're selling hype. Like, like it doesn't sound like you're hyping. It doesn't sound like you're saying like, sorry, like sorry. signature lines. It yeah. sounds like you're saying like, like you're just reading instructions. <laughs> like, uh, AJ built the house, and uh, then they're gonna wrestle in it, and uh, then they're gonna set the VCR to you know. <laughs> he built the house. He built it. Rusev is coming in on Rusev Day. And Styles is gonna. Uh, he tries. Yeah, he tries. He tries, guys. Um, uh, this should be a fun match. It should though. be a good match. I'm a, expecting a, a fair amount from these guys. How, how over is Rusev going to be in this match? Is the crowd going to be? They'll still cheer AJ, I think. Well, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll still I, cheer mean, AJ. I mean, you know, it's, it's AJ. But huh? uh, I could see this crowd heavily favoring Rusev. Yeah. And I mean, I like I said, but, this could be a swerve. We could get Rusev winning here, but I don't think we will because Samoa Joe is coming in. Is in the wings, uh, and you got to yeah. think that he's waiting for AJ. Yeah, man, what a match that's going to be, right? Yeah, yeah, so, but I think this is going to be fun. You know, it, yeah, it's, I agree. And it's like, okay, you people want a Rusev Day, you now get your match. Yeah. So watch you know. the dang match. Yeah, watch it and cheer. That's right. You know, whatever. And tweet about it. Uh, and you stuff. know, it's, it's weird because like it was like two years ago when AJ was like the champion when he beat like Dean Ambrose and stuff, and right. you know when he lost last year to Bray Wyatt, it's like, well, what, what do you do with AJ? And then you know, then he kind of shockingly beat. You know, Jinder Mahal last year. It's just shocking because of the fact that we just didn't expect it at that time. Right. And then, you know, here we are in July, still champion. Yeah. He got through Mania, got through Rumble, and, crazy, you right? know, putting on great matches. And, so, how uh, long has he been champion? How many months? You know, I, I want to say like about eight months, right? Because it was it before Survivor Series or was it, uh, um, or was it December? Because it was before the pay per view. Because remember, Brock was going to fight AJ or uh, Jinder and then fighting uh, AJ because AJ because he had the championship. Yeah. 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 Well, that was at Survivor Series, wasn't it? Or no, was that it? Did December have bragging rights or something? Uh, it was November 7th. November November 7th. Yeah, so it was before Survivor Series because he was going to okay. f- initially fight Rusev for the last spot in Team SmackDown, but then it was a change between a match between him and Jahal. Uh, so, yeah, about eight months. Yeah. Yeah, about eight months. Yeah, it's amazing. Man, what are the odds AJ holds on to this over a year? Guys, what, yeah. how weird would it be able to say that not only was AJ Styles a multiple-time WWE champion, or, you know, just yeah. in, in WWE, but he was champion for over a year at one point. Yeah, because people complain. And oh, he didn't start till he was like 37 yeah. years old or something. Well, Brock Lesnar's got to, you know, which, but Brock needs to lose it at this point. But AJ. Brock needs to drop it, which, by the way, <laughs> can we address how stupid it was that on Monday they didn't even bring up that he was at UFC? How How... You posted it on your website. Yeah. Like, if you were just going to completely ignore it, that's one thing. But to not make mention of it on Monday or Tuesday that your universal champion was on UFC 226, like, you could even take digs at the guy yeah. and be like, you know, he can't come around here to defend the universal title, but he can show up on UFC to, you know, sell it like you're mad at the dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole thing is about these contract issues with Brock Lesnar anyway. Sell it like he's a pain to work with. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, like that should have been something Rain should have addressed or, or well, but they didn't really, he didn't talk much because. Braun. Yeah, Braun, Braun should have yeah. said it. Hey. He should have said something like, am I going to have to go to the octagon to yeah. give Brock these hands? You know what I mean? Something along those. I kept kind of hoping. Somebody, somebody brought this up and I thought this was a great thing. When Brock was in the cage, I saw somebody tweet. Man, if, Bra- if Braun Strowman shows up and cashes in his money <laughs> in the bank right now, I'm going to lose my... And I was like, oh, man, so would I. That would be amazing. <laughs> and it would have been one of the best things they've ever yeah. done if they could have done you that. Imagine pulling off. And they'd be like, what? You know. Yeah, the crowd there wouldn't have had any freaking... No, no. Like, he turns in the suitcase and, yeah. uh, you know, and he wins a title. He's, that would have been funny, though. It would have been really funny. So, uh, but in any event, so again, I'm going with AJ Styles. I, I, I am too. It should be a good match. Uh, Aiden English obviously will get involved at some point and yeah. take a take a Lashka kick by accident or something or something. Uh, something yeah, so. or a phenomenal forearm. Something he'll take something. Yeah, he'll take it somewhere. I don't know. So in any <laughs> event, that takes care of that. Uh, do we have any listeners? Yeah, oh, we had an we? email uh, okay, because good. it's left over from last week because oh, okay. a guy named Steve. Uh, who's been listening? Steve. And uh, he he asked like, how do we get become wrestling fans? So I, do, I, you I need, uh, do you need to play the music for the? Oh yeah, let me let me right, play this. Are ready? Do, do, here do we it go. It's appropriate. All right, here we go. Right. You can't just talk about the mail. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a thing. All right. do. Don't forget, you can send us mail, guys. Don't forget, we we wanted to hear your picks and stuff too, and you didn't send us any. You know, it's probably Dave's fault because you know I don't think he asked for them. But I, I did. I begged. Oh, did I, you I, beg? I begged too much? Did yeah. you beg? Okay, yeah. you begged too much. Turn them away. Yeah, probably. Like what? Okay, great, Dave. Um, <laughs> I try. Well, then make sure after you watch the pay-per-view, send us what you thought of the show, your highlights, your lowlights, your favorite match, yada, yada, yada. 
um, and send them to us at ESPR at FM99.com. We would love to talk with you guys about or We'd love to bring them up next week and go over some of your thoughts in the mailbag. But so anyways, you said Steve said. Yeah, Steve wanted to know like what made us fans of wrestling. When we, like How young were we when we got Sting. into it? So, 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 like, yeah, because I, I, I get my backstory is like right around WrestleMania 2, I got involved. Mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you what show it was because at the time I didn't know them. I wasn't familiar with what I was. I want to say it was maybe like a Great American Bash or something way back in the day. We're talking early 90s. Or the Clash of the Champions, maybe. When that maybe was oh, on. you know what? It might have been Clash of the Champions now that I think about it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, the it Bash might have been Clash of the Champions. Stuff. Yeah, it might have been Clash of the Champions. Although I also saw another thing I remember seeing when I was very young, which was WCW versus Japan. Oh, and that, I can't remember what they called those. That was a pay per view, like in like ninety or ninety one. Yeah, they, but it was weird because it wasn't live. It was like one of those like they ran. Like, yeah, but I didn't like, know that like, at the after, time, after you know? like Starcade. Yeah, um, yeah, it, which um, is weird because it's and not I remember on the seeing Sting taking on somebody. But again, just early ninety, maybe maybe even you know what? That's not fair. Maybe it's even earlier than that. Because uh, it was nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah, the Super Show. Actually, they did like three. But they, I, I remember they had the Super Show a couple of times. Where, because that's where like uh, Tatsumi uh, Fujinami beat mm-hmm. like Ric Flair and stuff, and then that was controversial, or, mm-hmm. or maybe I got that mixed up. Uh, but they had that. When did Hogan and Warrior wrestle Ho- in the in the dome for oh. the title? You know, WrestleMania. Oh, uh, that was at WrestleMania six. Right, I know that. But what 1990. year was that? Okay, so yeah, it had to be. It's around that time frame. So we'll say give or take 1990, um, because I remember watching that match and being thrilled about it. Because um, I was a big Warrior fan, yeah, and which is funny because you know those two guys that I didn't know at the time had any connection. My two biggest, my two favorites in the world were much were um um Ultimate Ultimate Warrior and Sting, and I didn't know at the time yeah, they had any kind of connection. Now. Yeah, <laughs> um, so it was a little funny at the time, but it was I had to be right around 1990. I would have been five years old. I can't see my mother letting me watch it much <laughs> earlier than that in my life. Um, and so it had to be something along those lines. See, seeing Sting and seeing Ultimate Warrior and stuff. I, I just I can remember some of the earliest matches I remember are that stuff with Japan, um, a classic, you know, stuff with Ric Flair and Sting, yeah, uh, Warrior and Hogan. I remember watching um, Sting and Cactus Jack. I remember watching, you wow, know, yeah, some stuff. Was, yeah. yeah. So stuff. I mean, that was the stuff that really got me into it back in the day. Yeah, WCW had some good. Like the Saturday Night Show was always. I tell a lot you fun what, I I couldn't watch much of the WCW show beyond Sting. And that was just me at the time. I don't know. I guess, but then but once it. once they started shifting into the to the mid nineties, when we started getting the cruiserweights, and we started getting and all that, I became a WCW fan. So that was yeah, that'd be like after like ninety five ish or something. I don't know what that was, but uh, uh, that's just uh, something like you, a web browser thing. So okay. no, nobody heard that. Nobody heard it. Um, <laughs> did you? Because there was times where like I I got I went away from the businesses for various reasons. When, right. Like you know, I either it was like something upset me, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch this, or yeah, I kind of would lose touch or whatever, mm-hmm. and then. You know, I've been on and off because there's even times where you know, the I've network. Been pretty much a consistent fan since then. I don't think I've ever stopped. You know, even when, like the network, like I, I, it's like when the whole Roman Reigns thing was going on. It's like you know, I'm, I'm gonna just take what a break. Was going on. We're still dealing. Well, with I, that, but dude. I meant like when he fought like Triple H, like at that Mania. It's like I, I, I took a break from the network for like eight months. So yeah, I can't say I blame you. Yeah, I was like, you know, Dean Ambrose came champion. It's like okay, I'll come back. All right, all right. Yeah, so but that was pretty much where I got in. But did uh, you do more WCW? You can see. So what did you do more WWE? Did you eventually come back, like say after like the invasion or? Well, uh, well I came back to WWE. Um, Attitude Era. Well, I mean Attitude Era, I could not watch Austin. How could you not watch yeah, whatever Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin was doing? And I would flip back and forth between the two, and then eventually I got smart and I started recording one while I watched the other. Yeah. And it was just depending. It was, honestly, this is where t- knowing about things ahead of time meant a lot to me because I knew it was something big. That's the one I was watching yeah. and I was recording the other one. Um, and I'll, I will be honest, a lot of times until Stone Cold really took off, I was recording WWF yeah, um, and watching WCW uh, because they had the hotter product at the time. They, and they so, did. And again, I loved watching the cruiserweights and I was really into some of the guys that, I mean, we're never going to stand a chance there. I was a big, I loved watching Dean Malenko, yeah. uh, Chris Jericho. I hated him, but he was great. Uh, I liked the Ultimo Dragon. I liked, um, who were some of the other guys? We well, had there? Ray Mysterio. Like, was Ray there Mysterio too. was a blast. Psychosis. I loved a lot of those guys to watch them there. Ella Parka was so fun. Um, then uh, I, I, I was a big fan of DDP when he was really starting to take off. Um, I loved the the NWO angle. That was so cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I remember watching that like live, like when mm-hmm. like Scott Hall came out for the first time. Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, like, 
what is this? Yeah, you it's know, trippy. It, you know, it's just, you know, coming through the crowd. I remember and, when Nash showed up and he was standing yeah, behind yeah. Bischoff and, like, Scott's, like, pointing and stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, ah! Like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there going, it's Diesel! Yeah. You know, yeah. because you know, there was a time where, you know, when, I mean, when Raw was taped, obviously you get the results because somebody would post mm-hmm. if there's wrestling groups, and that was like following all that stuff back then. But this was live. You had no idea, like, oh, so-and-so signed with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't know that. Yeah. And again, I, like, I didn't get to watch a lot of pay-per-views live. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was a big deal that big things were happening on WCW television on a regular basis. Um, it, it was it was something I could watch regularly and feel like I got my t- my worth out of it because I'd yeah. watch a lot of stuff really late pay per views and stuff. Like I remember watching the Shawn Michaels Hart uh, Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match way after it happened. Yeah, like uh, I didn't I just couldn't watch it live. You know, didn't have paper, didn't have the ability to get pay per view back then. Yeah, and um, you know, it didn't stop me from loving it. I still thought it was a fantastic match, but um, yeah, and I when. When Austin really took off, it was harder for me to decide who I was going to watch. Because i got to be honest, man, there was always something. It would be like, oh, man, Austin is, like, uh, so I'd be pulled over to Austin. Then who's this Goldberg guy? You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. so I start watching Goldberg. And then I go back over to, to, to um, um, WWF because they get, like, uh, I loved the, the ministry and stuff like that. I thought that was so creepy and cool. And then um, the higher I get pulled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I stopped loving it then. And then um, – <laughs> and then I got That's pulled fair. back over to WCW like, oh, the Wolf Pack? What's the, what's the Wolf Pack? Sting's in the Wolf Pack? Like, I was so excited about that because I love the NWO, and I love the cool factor of Kevin Nash and them with it. And then when they picked up Sting, I was like, oh, my God, yes. And then that was ended up being really dumb. So <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I, I always felt like that it got completely just once they watered split, down. Yeah. Once they split, I did at first enjoy it. Yeah. But then it clearly had run its course quickly. They didn't have plans beyond a couple of months when the, with the split. And I think literally, like, the split of the NWO is what really killed my interest in WCW yeah. and made me start going to WWF more. Um, because after that, WCW became the show that I was taping, and WWF became the show I watched live every week. And then eventually I stopped taping WCW. And if I, I, I'd hear about it, something big and go back and see if I could find it or whatever, but that was about yeah, it. Yeah, because the last year, WCW was just like, I mean, you know, with this, with the whole, mm. with the, the Oklahoma character. Well, I and, remember and, finding you know, out that Jeff Jarrett became champion, and I, I didn't want anything to do with that. Uh, the like, match with know. like Booker T and, 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 the, and the four crates or with the, uh, the gold, whatever the hell that was called match. I don't remember. Um, but it was terrible. And, then, and what I always loved it is because when he opens up the last one, mm hmm. And the belt like falls out, mm-hmm. and then so like so, like some ring hand or whatever hands him the belt. That's how he wins the match. Yeah, there was Whoops. a lot of stuff at the time I didn't really care for in WCW. They were trying too many gimmicks. Yeah, they had a lot of guys there who just I'm sorry they didn't they didn't focus early enough on a lot of their talent to to really build them up. So then they brought these new guys and then they did that storyline. I remember it was the worst thing ever: the New Blood versus the Millionaires Club, and it was like okay, so the Millionaires Club is old rich white guys. Yeah. I'm rooting for them. That's the good guys. I'm supposed to root against the new guys who want to make a name for themselves. Like, that was just the dumbest idea ever. Like, at least TNA got that kind of right, where the main event mafia was the bad guys, and they were fighting the good guys who were the younger guys. So that was a little more accurate, but it was was just some really bad ideas in WCW later on. And um, but they had that too with like the new blood in the ECW or the new WWE ECW, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which was uh, yeah, again, less than terrible, yeah. terrible. Sorry. So I just it, it yeah. So that's that's I mean so that's where I started and that's where I kind of shifted between the two as time went on. Yeah, I was never an ECW guy. I'll be honest with you. I tried on a few occasions. I had friends who had the tapes, and I I tried to watch. First of all. I, I to hate me all you want if you're ECW fans out there. I don't know who edited these things and put together a quote unquote coherent television show, but that stuff jumped around so much and made no freaking sense half the time that I'm like, what the hell am I watching? And I'm a kid. My attention span doesn't need to be that long. <laughs> so it's really bad that you can't keep me invested. Yeah. It's, it's, and then I'd watch it and then almost no matches ended. There would just be nonsense that happened at the end, yeah. and then it would just something else was going on. Well, what, what always like bothered me with ECW. And I saw nine one one choke slam like forty people in a night, and he never did a thing. That's what, all he did. What, what always like not that this happened in every ECW match, but this always like would seem to be the case. There, there'd be a match where you know, the, you know throw them through five tables and ten right. chair shots, and then they went on a roll up. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the <laughs> Ring of Honor thing now. Um, but it's like. 
it's it, it, and that bugged me about about ECW as well. I didn't enjoy that. And then I do remember always, always, no matter what was happening, and this is why I couldn't keep track of anything, even if they weren't involved in it for some reason. All of a sudden, here comes Saturn and Cronus, the Eliminators, to <laughs> to come out and do their really awkward. We have to set you up very carefully and like position ourselves so that Joey Styles can go. <laughs> it was just like it just it, it was literally like everybody go out there and just do your finisher oh like that's at, ah. at the, at the end to every show and it just eh. now if you go back and you can find some of the storylines told cohesively like where somebody goes back and takes all of it and puts it together and follow it along some of that's better you know like some some of the stuff with raven and tommy dreamer is a lot is more interesting to yeah. watch i mean way. like tommy dreamer spelled up but it's like oh thank you sir let me have another kind of thing for yeah, that was yeah, great. yeah. When uh, the Sandman blinding angle, that was good again, but you have to watch it in a, somebody needs to pull it apart so you can watch it as a cohesive thing. I went to one ECW house show uh, oh. up, up in Michigan yeah. and, and it was like, but I didn't know who really anybody was at the time. Right. Cause it wasn't, cause it wasn't on TNN yet, you know, and it was on like, you know, whatever cable channel might've been on, which wasn't up that we, we didn't get in Michigan or I just right. didn't watch it or didn't have cable for a while either. So I missed some wrestling. But I remember like the Dudley boys coming out, you know, and just, you know, just, and just, Going through tables and everything. Bam Bam Bigelow was there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm trying to remember other names on the card. And I remember seeing guys I was impressed with. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing Taz and I was impressed with him. I remember seeing Rob Van Dam and being impressed with him. I remember Jerry Lynn. I remember there were guys that I saw that I was like, holy crap, you know, but I just couldn't follow the product and stay interested. And I, the, the over the top stuff with me just doesn't do much for me half the time. I just, I've never been one of those guys who, who, who has, a, I don't have a bloodlust. In matches and stuff like that. I don't need to see these guys damn near kill themselves yeah. on a regular basis. You know, I feel like if you do effective storytelling, that's all not necessary. But that's just me, and it's my preference for style of wrestling. I understand it is not the only kind out there. So. Yeah, well, but there was, was it combat zone wrestling now? Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a couple of friends who wrestle for them. Not my style, but you know what? I, Again, there's something out there for everybody. But that, it's just, it's just uh, I like... I you can't walk after that. I mean, just hey, you know what? Again, I got a friend who does it, and he moves around better than I do, and he's in better shape than me. So I, I can't comment too much on it, you know. But it's it's again, I'm just I don't know. You know what I mean? It's 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 it's, it's there's different flavors for different people, and I, that one just wasn't for me. That's all. So you know, uh, before Sabu was in. WCW or ECW. I was going to say, I'm sorry, uh, sir. What? <laughs> well, I think it was WCW briefly, too. Uh, maybe, but um, nobody knows that. <laughs> but uh, I, I, my first wrestling event was Mortar City Championship Wrestling. Okay. And it was at the Detroit Race Course, which is Livonia, Michigan, which doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, And if I'm looking at the date right, it was July 4th, 1993. Okay. So cause I, cause I, I think I drove myself to the show. And he was like in like the first match he I ever saw. that old. And it was like Sabu versus somebody, and, but he but like Sabu lost, yeah. and, you know. But then like after the match, he he set up a table mm. like outside the ring, mm. jumped off the top rope, put himself flipped, through it, but the table didn't break. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know uh, he's holding himself, going like 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 oh my gosh, you know. You know he like, had to do a thing where there were like he needed fans and stuff to donate money. Because he was in really bad shape, and he needed to like get operations or something like that. And I'm, I feel for the guy, you know, yeah. he busted his butt to, to to you know entertain all of us. But then I remember after that he was wrestling again and doing his crazy Sabu stuff. And I was like, dude, okay, stop at this point, like stop. Any fan at this point who was cheer who was cheering for that and calling for that is a terrible person. That yeah, that was 25 years ago. Yeah, he's 53. It's crazy. Yeah. And then one of the best independent shows I ever saw, it was uh, he was in the match against Al Snow and in a high school gym in Taylor, Michigan, and he dove off the top of the like the ropes through a table, and then Al Snow moved, mm-hmm. and he broke the table. But they suplexed each other off of bleachers. Right. It was just, you know, crazy. And then, you know, the ECW stuff went, like, he just, that all escalated, you know, with bottles and, you know, chairs and tables, flaming tables. Yeah, some of it's fine to a point, because obviously we got the extreme pay-per-view on mm. Sunday, and we're going to get some of that, but it's a toned down so, version. Yeah, but that's my thing is that again, if you do, if it's, if it's, and this is my preference with the, this, with the storytelling, slower, more deliberate storytelling. I feel like you can build to these moments, and they don't have to. You don't have to use the moments to build to moments. Yeah. You know, to build to bigger moments, you can use the storyline, the storytelling, to build to the the moment. You know. Yeah, and by the way, looking at the match uh, matches on the eleven matches on Sunday, uh, one, two. I guess three, four, four, five matches have 
Extreme Rules, but I'm counting the 30-man Iron Man match because it's not your usual match. But you have an yeah, Extreme Rules match like Extreme Rules match for the Women's Championship, James Ellsworth in the Shark Cage, a Steel Cage match, and the Tables match. No. So, so well, no. an Extreme Rules match closed the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I mean, it should, but it's not going to. It really should, but it's not going to. It's yeah. just, it's, it's silly to me that the, and here's my thing. In ECW, this is one thing I did think that ECW did right, right? All the matches were contested under under ECW rules. Yeah. Extreme rules, right? But that doesn't mean that they did it in every match. Nope. You had Dean Malenko and guys and, and Lionheart, Chris Jericho and whatnot in there. Yeah, which people hated because they were all oh, well, yeah, because we're we're more peers in that regard, and not yeah. saying that they're not peers, but like people hated that. It's like why can't he be wrestling? You gotta put him through a it table. It's funny because later on, people acted like they were always such big fans of it, and I was like, nah, I remember people crapping on these, but yeah. okay. Um, in any event, but yeah, it's it's. But I wish the Extreme Rules pay per view was like that. I wish it was every match is under Extreme Rules. However, you are not obligated to wrestle under Extreme Rules because I could see a match like AJ Styles and Rusev not going to Extreme Rules. Yeah, I could see. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke not going to, to extreme. I mean, Jeff could possibly, but I could yeah. see it not going there. I could see, um, you know, just a pick a Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins not going to extreme rules, you know, but I mean, but the rest of them would be open to it and would be yeah. able to do uh, different things. Reigns and Lashley could have some kind, you, you know, have, yeah. you know, cause oh my ma- God, they need it. Yeah. That would I help. I don't want to watch these two punch each other for 15 um, minutes. Would the revival possibly show up for that match? By the way, we didn't even mention those guys. No. Cause we didn't, we didn't even see them on raw. Did we? No. Because they were just used as a storytelling point. Yeah. Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, and that's it. Nope. But I forgot. Gotten. I thought, like, oh, man, we met. Nope. Got a couple of wins. Oh, never mind. They're gone again. Yeah. How bad is that? You're winning matches and you disappear. I don't know how that is. <laughs> Ask authors of paying that question. All right. That's it. We're getting out of here. We, yeah. we got segued way off here. Again, <laughs> find us all over the place. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter at ESPR99. Email, email us again. We want your thoughts from the pay-per-view. Uh, ESPR yes. at FM99.com. And remember, you can find us on all your major podcast apps and everything. So search us on there, please, please, please. Share the paper, uh, the uh, the episode every time you can. And if you're listening, especially on iTunes, give us a five star rating and a review. Uh, that helps us move up the charts and everything. And we'd really like to move up the charts somewhere other than just Japan. Yeah, because that's the only place. Uh, I, I, I see. I see Great Britain and Australia. We we uh, all right. Cool. We that's good. That's too. good. But hey, how so, about America? Yeah, where we live. That'd be nice. So. Anyways, that's it. Uh, tune in next week when we might not be able to get the episode out as early as we like. We like to do the review yeah. episodes early in the week, but Dave's got some stuff going on, so we may not be able to do that. We may have to do it normal, kind of middle of the week style of thing. Um, but we'll get it to you. Don't worry. Yep. So until that time, you can just uh, eat, sleep. Uh, we'll be the podcast, and while you're waiting for the new one, you can just repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>